Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Surianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Taekwondo Life Magazine is a member of the Believe Sports Network. Believe is the number one sports and podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Well, we are in May. We're in the finishing up the first week of May. And I wanted to take a little bit of time today to talk to you about some developments as we start to come out of the pandemic, as we start to come out of the uh, worldwide uh, shutdown of the Taekwondo world, particularly the sparring world, after the global pandemic of 2020. We have just come off a weekend, it's Mother's Day weekend when I'm recording this. We've come off a weekend at USAT of the Pan American Games, Pan American Qualifiers, sorry, and the USAT National Under 57 Women's Qualifier for the Olympic Alternative Spot, which took place yesterday. It was very exciting. Women like Jillian Haxton competed from around the country gathered at the National Center of Excellence for a tournament, a single elimination tournament to determine who would have the alternative U.S. female Olympic spot come August for the 2020, now 2021 Tokyo Olympics. That is part and parcel of what is going on in the Taekwondo world here in the United States and around the European qualifiers, the European championships just occurred live, of course, in Europe. And we have a number of events that will be upcoming before and after uh, the Olympics now that much of the restrictions have been lifted around the country. In addition, as you know, at Taekwondo Life, we cover the PFL, we cover Bellator, we cover UFC where appropriate, where Eddie Cha and the Korean Zombie are fighting, and others, the Korean Falcon for PFL, Master Valerie Lareda for Bellator. And all of those have resumed in one way or another, some live with fans, some in the bubble. PFL is doing their regular season in the bubble in Ocean City and Atlantic City. And we talked about that in one of our programs a few weeks ago. So they are all coming back. They're coming back to fighting. Master Valerie Lareda is scheduled to fight May 21st in her first match in quite a while. So, you know, on all of those MMA fights and probably for the Olympics as well, you can feel free to. Um, Take a look at betonline.ag um, to see if there's any things that, that are interesting there from a betting perspective. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, the scores, and the odds. It's the best way to place your bets. 
and it's absolutely free to sign up. I want you to head over to betonline.ag or to use your mobile device to sign up today and you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is your sports book experts, your online sports book experts. And I've talked before about the fact that I'm not really a betting guy, but I have a lot of fun. I go over to uh, BetOnline and I take a look at some of the crazy things that they have that you can bet on, whether it be who's going to be number one in the box office this weekend, who's going to win the mayoral race, uh, and of course, all the standard sports fair that you can bet on. So, as I said, we're coming back to some exciting events that are going to be coming up. The USAT has its Grand Prix uh, Sparring Series that is coming up. We have dates in June, uh, the 2021 U.S. Grand Prix Series West, June 10th to 13th at the Mirage Hotel in, in Las Vegas. You have the 2021 U.S. Grand Prix Sparring Series uh, Central for USAT, that's June 17th to 20th at the Fort Worth Convention Center. And then for those of us that are over in the East over here, we have the 2021 US Grand Prix Series East on June 24th to the 27th in Greenville, South Carolina. That is going to be very interesting. There'll be a lot of ranking points. There'll be opportunities there for athletes to compete in high level uh, sparring. Over at AAU, there's numbers of uh, regional sparring tournaments and events that are coming up, but the biggest of the year is their AAU 2021 Taekwondo National Championships taking place in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand from July 4th to July 10th. And again, that will have Pumse, sports Pumse, uh, point sparring, uh, Kukiwan type WT sparring. We'll have all of that in live events. And I do believe that the USAT nationals will take place, I believe in San Antonio this year and will take place around the same time. I think they're, they're generally also the July 4th weekend. In August, of course, we have the international US of the Olympic games in which the US Taekwondo team will be competing. And it so it looks like we are at a point where there is a relative return to normalcy. Caveat, when I say a relative return to normalcy, what I'm talking about is that there are live events, there is live training. In addition, there have been live seminars of the USAT. We talked last week in our program about the referee development and the referee development camps. Um, previously, when I took it in the beginning of the pandemic, it was a two-day online event. Now they're doing them live in various traveling locations. I saw one in, I think, Michigan. I saw one in Iowa. And I'm sure they'll be coming to other locations as well. Taekwondo Life Magazine is a great resource for being able to channel all of these different events and all of these different organizations' news. We report on AAU Taekwondo. We report on USAT, WT, um, Kukiwan, of course. We report on... We just did James Killingworth and ATA. So if ATA has events that they look to promote, they can promote through Taekwondo Life magazine. Now, we are returning to relative normalcy. However, however, the pandemic is not over. It's far from over. And while there is a return, there are numbers of restrictions. And those restrictions are twofold. And that's sort of what I wanted to talk about today a little bit. 
I want you as a coach, as an athlete, as a spectator, as a parent to do something that we probably all are guilty of, of not having done in the past. I know for myself, which is that when you see an event, an event that you're interested in, an event that you're interested in participating in, it is extremely important to read the information regarding that event, more so than ever before. Why? Because in addition to the information about the event, about the rules of sparring, about the hotel reservations, about the equipment, we now live in a time where it's important to understand the COVID restrictions that apply to your event. In other words, if I'm going to go to the National Center of Excellence for the Olympic qualifier event, I need to understand for myself and for my athlete, how many people may I bring? I need to understand what are the requirements? Do they have to be vaccinated? Do they have to be tested? What type of tests do they have to have for COVID? And how close in proximity do they have to have those tests in relationship to the event? In addition, what are the mask requirements? In almost any jurisdiction, regardless of how far, and again, this isn't a political show, but how far to the right or how far to the left they lean, masks are generally going to be required. For me, as somebody who's traveling, I made a decision for myself, for how it impacts on my life and the people that I care about, to be vaccinated. I've received two uh, doses of the Pfizer vaccine. I'm now considered fully vaccinated. Other people may choose not to do that. For me, one of the reasons, it's not the only reason, but one of the reasons why I did that is because it offers me a greater ability and ease with which to travel and with which to attend events in various parts of the country like New York. Now I'm going to show you this. This is something that appears on my phone. It's an app and it draws the information regarding your vaccine. And there's a QR code there, which gives you a greater ability to um, get in and out of certain events and to travel. Regardless, even if you're not fully vaccinated, if you are fully vaccinated, you may need to present some type of proof. You want to make sure you have the correct proof. And if you're not fully vaccinated, there are testing requirements for these events, particularly for sparring where there's live contact. And you need to understand what those are. Same for spectators. Now, there's another layer here that makes it even more complicated. That's if we're traveling to a state, we need to understand the state's requirements. We need to understand the venue's requirements. But we also need to understand the airline's requirements if we're traveling by plane. In other words, to hopefully make this simple, if I'm taking Delta Airlines to Tennessee for an event, I need to look at Tennessee's requirements, which you can find online. We'll link those here. I need to look at the event. It's the Tennessee Taekwondo Association. What are their requirements for participating? How many spectators will they allow? Um, what is the proof that I need to show for vaccination or for a test? But let's suppose Tennessee is a place that's very, very loose on those requirements. They don't require a vaccination. They don't require a test. They have maybe a loose mandate on requirements. But I'm flying Delta. I still need to look at, I'm flying out of New York. I still need to look at Delta's requirements for what they need to board the plane. Tennessee may say I don't need anything, but Delta may say I need a test 
or I may need proof of vaccine. And again, you know, we may age out of this as the year goes on and as we get further into um, the year. But as of right now, these are all additional things that we all must look at, that we all must be conscious of as we're traveling. Now, is it a pain? Yes. Is it an inconvenience? Yes. I think one of the things that we've discovered, one of the things that I've discovered in my life right now is that everything takes a little bit longer. Everything takes a little bit more time. Everything is a little bit more complicated to do than it was before the pandemic. What's the upside or what's the alternative side? Well, I think for me, I'd rather go to a live event and have the inconvenience of having to show my proof of vaccination, having to wear a mask, having to get tested, than to not have these events appear at all. We all lived through certainly a year of time, quarantined, extremely socially distanced, where we discovered that we love Taekwondo, but maybe we took it a little bit for granted. And that we sat home and we said to ourselves, I'd give anything to be back in the Dojang. I'd be anything, give anything to be back at that tournament. I'd give anything to be at the New York Open again, sweating, putting down or taking up the mats. And in doing that, we can't lose sight of that when we get frustrated by having to do all of these different things and inconveniences that are related to our Taekwondo travel, our martial arts travel, and our competition. From what I've seen, these things have been managed extremely well. And I see the new post-COVID, post-pandemic world to be a blend of virtual and online. I think there are still going to be online classes, online courses. I think there are still going to be online events, particularly for the next six months or so. I think you're going to see competition and classes that are going to continue in that way. And I also see as a guy who tries to see the glass as being half full as opposed to half empty, that one of the things that it's really done for the Taekwondo community and for the entire world really is it's helped to make us a little bit more organized, right? We now don't necessarily um, run into places. We don't necessarily, uh, we're more thoughtful about where we go and what we do. We make appointments. Businesses have become more organized in spacing out the amount of time that's needed to perform certain tasks or certain functions. Uh, therefore, when we get to places, one of the great frustrations in life is that you get to a place on time and you have to sit and wait. A doctor's office is a perfect example. Over the course of the past year, when I've gone to my doctor, I now go in at my my uh, normal uh, schedule time. They take my temperature, they bring me in, and I'm done. Probably in the past, if I had gotten there on time, they'd be running. You know, they didn't have to take my temperature. I didn't have to make a detailed appointment as I do, but they'd probably be running half an hour to an hour behind. I'd be sitting in a packed waiting room. So here's the upside of the coronavirus is that people are more organized. And I think that travels through. So I would encourage you to look out for events. I know we're all nervous. I think we need to get back to this high level of, of training again. I see in the Dojangs, people are beginning to start really competitively training. We talked in our Olympic uh, issues and our uh, Olympic conversations that there's sort of a mandate because the Olympics will not wait. It's going to happen or not happen in August. If it doesn't happen in August, it's not going to happen at all. The uh, event will be canceled. And uh, we, we need to take note of that. It has forced these qualifier events 
to probably be live and in person quicker than they might have otherwise. But as the COVID numbers go down, as the vaccine rates go up, it seems that it is a good time for this to happen. It seems that the events of the last week, the events that I've seen uh, are being administered with great caution and great safety, but yet with great enthusiasm, with great competition, and I hope that that will continue. So visit our site. Again, look out for these exciting events coming up at USAT, uh, the Grand Prix series, any qualifier events, um, any sparring events locally and regionally, as well as the nationals. For AAU, there are uh, regional events that are coming up that I see all the way through September. And there, of course, there are AAU Taekwondo Nationals, again, in Las Vegas, starting on July 4th weekend. Look for the Bellator events. There are events this, this month, PFL, UFC. Uh, all of those events are, are coming. I expect that we will see a lot of excitement and a lot of events in the upcoming year. And we hope to be a part of that and to bring you a part of that action every step of the way. My name is Mark Sirianis. You're listening to Taekwondo Life Magazine. We are presented by Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And I look forward to seeing you in the doshe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.